Welcome to another edition of the Instant Journeyman Podcast, Whatever Wednesday series. That's where we have guests from all over the map to talk about anything ranging from sports to politics, musicals, food, and even safety, or really whatever we want to talk about. Uh, So please enjoy. This episode is sponsored by Eat Right Foods, the official partner of the Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres. So if you're looking to eat like a professional athlete or you just want to improve your life by eating cleaner and freeing up time for those things that really matter in life, Eat Right Foods provides a huge assortment of high-quality foods with easy online ordering and kitchen-to-door delivery. Uh, If you're in the Buffalo area, you can do pickup. Or if you are anywhere in the U.S., you can go ahead and order online where all meals are just $10 each. Shipping to the East Coast is included, and all Midwest and West Coast orders have a flat rate for shipping. Uh, Orders are due every Thursday by noon, and then you get them the following week. Uh, All orders will be shipped out uh, the following Monday, and boom, meals to your door. So check out eatrightfoods.com. And today's guest is none other than Rachel Mariotti. Rachel was a guest of mine on the Monday Motivation Series, and she had the most downloads out of all of the episodes that I've recorded so far. So I was like, you know what? I got to give the audience what they want, which is more Rachel. And uh, we had we had actually had a really fun conversation. Uh, it went it went in multiple different ways. Uh, we talked about you know dating. We talked about uh, roommate situation. We talked about you know moving to New York City because we both did that at a pretty young age. And uh, you know we just had fun. So I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did. And she'll be back on uh, probably in a couple months. But uh, yeah, we had a we had a blast. So take a listen. And enjoy. All right. Welcome back, Rachel. It's good to have you back. What's going on? I'm excited. Oh, to be same back. old, same old. I, I, you know, it's, it's funny. I, you are the number one downloaded uh, episode so far. Uh, I am honored. It's probably yeah. because I told everybody I smoke pot. <laughs> and there's just all these associations with that. So, whatever. Well, no, it's, 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 uh, it's pretty cool. Like, uh, I, I think everybody just enjoyed hearing, you know, about your, uh, your, your fitness and mental health, uh, journey and, uh, and, and you're, you're a fun person to talk to. So I think, I think everybody just enjoyed that. And plus it's the million followers that you have on Instagram. <laughs> I know I, my followers shot up after that podcast. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> uh, and, and, and did you see your, your, your friend, uh, Samantha, she was on yeah. uh, this Monday she, or this past Monday. Yeah. How did that go? I didn't listen to it. Uh, it was, it was good. It was really good. We, uh, we, we actually share the same birthday. I don't know if you know that. I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. Happy belated. I, I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Well, it's hard to keep track of people's birthdays. You know, I saw it on Facebook. Luckily I follow you on Facebook. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's, it, uh, it was funny. I, you, you texted me like, hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize it. Happy birthday. Belated. And I was like, sorry, we're not best friends yet. We're going to be best friends next year. Yeah, then, next year. Now you can hold me accountable. Yep, I'll hold you accountable next year. And so you can give me the good. guilt trip. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. I do it with Gary all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Gary was the first person on Facebook to wish me happy birthday. It was like at four o'clock in the morning. So 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. What's he doing up at four? Uh, he's, I, I think he's just an early riser. He's another Jocko. No, I'm kidding. He's not, but <laughs> I think he, yeah, maybe he was half asleep. I mean, he was just like, yeah. oh, I better do it now before I forget. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I want to, wanted to start off since it is October, uh, sober October started and, uh, you were going to do the, the sober ish October. So you can have a couple cocktails on the weekends. Right. And how's that, how, how's that start off for you? It's it's starting off awful. Really, really <laughs> terrible, actually. I, I drank on October 1st three, <laughs> three and a half glasses of wine. So, um, well, this will from the belt, but I want to see. That's the uh, ish part. That's the ish. No, it's it's on weekends. You didn't read your email. It starts Thursday at Friday. It's technically a weekend nowadays. We're in the pandemic. <laughs> We're in a pandemic. Every every day is a weekend for for most people in the pandemic. Um, so so yeah so that, that's that's good to know. Um, what if any? What workouts would you recommend? So so for those listening, uh, you have to, in over for sober October uh, or sober ish October. Okay, they're okay. both the same. You have you have pull ups, burpees, push ups, air squats, and sit-ups not not crunches but sit-ups so okay. what what would you what would you what would be your plan of attack if you if you had to go ahead and say all right i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and 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 win this thing would you go ahead and say every day you're gonna you you know like one day you're just gonna do squats the other day you're gonna just gonna do pull-ups the other day or would you go ahead and do a hodgepodge of them and say like all right no i'm gonna do every single one of them every day just to get them i have never been uh you know body part and isolation type workout person. Like I don't do legs on one day and then arms the next day. I am a full body type worker outer. So I would put, put it into a hodgepodge. Okay. And, and kind of like a every minute on a minute or as many rounds as possible type situation. Oh, Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Get like 10. Oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to do yeah. that. I'm going to do, I'm going to do as many rounds yeah, as possible. Like 10 squats, three pull-ups, 10 push-ups in a minute's time repeat 10 times. I love it. Yes. That's what I'm going to do. I, I, I hopefully nobody listens to this. <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, that's part of the, the challenge. Now they, because, now they know your secret. Yeah. Cause my secret's out now. So it doesn't matter you know. because that guy is going to win anyways. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> that guy you're referring to is Jim. Whatever that guy is, Jim, this guy lives for sober October. Uh, he, no, he's doing sober ish. Cause he hates, he hates the fact that he can't have pumpkin spiced beer. <laughs> wow. Okay. That, that, all right. I take it back. <laughs> but he, he was like, he was like, cause he's, he's the sponsor of it. So he, he's, he buys the, the championship belts for us. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, Hey, he goes, he goes, I want to, uh, I want to partake. He goes, but I'm drinking. He's like, I, I have a very stressful job, you know, cause he runs his own business and it's, mm-hmm. it's a very large business and all that. So he's like, he's like, I'm stressed out. He's like, can we, uh, can we do, you know, something as well? And he's like, I'll buy six belts. I don't care. I was like, okay. I was like, done. Mm-hmm. So we did sober October for those of us that want to challenge ourselves physically and mentally. And then we have soberish for those that, uh, can't, can't swing it for uh, 31 days of no drinking. I, I respect that. I, I, I respect this guy. I don't know. I'm, I'm just, you know, pulling his leg a little bit. Wait, you muted. He crushed it. Oh, there you go. And I, I, Sorry. You, you cut out there. He, I said, I'm just pulling his leg a little bit. Uh, he crushed it last year, and I think I just felt guilty. 
because I dude up middle of the month. He was he was he was at like seven hundred and something miles, and that that's not bad. including that's not including the waiting where we cut back for biking and rowing. So he was he was just an animal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no, I, uh, I I I love I love that you're at least like uh, shit talking and and sober October. This is good. Sure. This is this is what sure. I need. I need that. I, I need the motivation for for me. I need the motivation for other people. So this is good. He'll he'll yeah. listen to this. And he'll be like, okay, I, I, now I have to win it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm deep in the hole already. I'm, I'm probably going to drink tonight just for the heck of it. Well, today's Friday, so you're fine. As long as it's Oh, so it is, a week, it is a weekend. Friday, Friday after 5 is a weekend. Friday after 5 is a weekend. Okay. Yep, until Sunday at 11.59. Then, then it's Got it. you know, back, yeah, to, back to I'm the work I'm going to go up to the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Um, so – I, we have you on for whatever Wednesday. We can talk about whatever you want. Uh, I have a couple, you know, things that I was, I was interested to talk to you about. Um, uh, one in particular is y- you moved to New York. You said, oh, Jesus, memory's killing me. At my old age, memory's killing me. Uh, 11 years ago, was it? Or 12? It'll be 11 years in January. 11. So 10 so is 11 years. change. Yeah. So, so when you moved, you, and you moved from Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, how, how was the move? Because we, we, we briefly touched on it. You were like, yeah, I moved from Ohio on, on your Monday motivation. Uh, yeah. But I, I want to know, how was the move? Because a lot of people, uh, they move to a big city. I, I did it. I was, I was at the age of 17. I moved to New York City. Wow. Um, okay. Yep. I took the train. Uh, my parents sent me on the train. Uh, I moved on a Sunday. It was pouring rain. And I got off at Penn Station. And I couldn't find a cab. Mm-hmm. Uh, waited, waited, waited. Finally got a cab. Dropped me off at uh my school sponsored you know housing and uh and where'd you go to school i went i went to berkeley in in, uh 43rd and 5th okay Um, and it's a private business school and Mm -hmm. they they didn't have dorms so they they had there was this one dormitory on 41st and 8th right by uh it's where the new york times building is now but right Mm, by uh port authority and it was just a, a seven floor building and it had a bunch of different rooms on each floor, uh, communal bathrooms. And it was, it was awesome. Like it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, and it was, I had people from Ohio state there. I had people from FIT. I had people from NYU. Like it was not one specific school. It was schools that, you know, uh, we're doing internships in in the city or whatever. It was awesome. 17. Right. So you graduated when you're seven, you graduated high school when you're 17. Yep, graduated high school when I was seventeen. I'm I, I'm a late birthday, September thirtieth. So yeah, yeah. I uh, I graduated same, high school. Same for me. Yeah. What's your birthday? September tenth. I said happy birthday. What am I talking about? I knew it was recent. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, so so when when move into the city, it's it's intimidating. Uh, and and you know, for for me being being you know seventeen and and a, a kid from a small town, uh, in in Buffalo, New York, it mm-hmm. was it was very eye opening and. For people that listen to this, you know, I, I'm, I'm just curious, what was your take uh, when moving to the city? Were you intimidated? Did you go just like full steam ahead? Like what, what, what did you do and how, how did you handle some of the, 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 the you know, obstacles that get in your way? I don't think you can tiptoe into New York. You can't, it's not like you get into the pool slowly because you're mm-hmm. afraid that it's cold. You, you have to jump in and the, it's – there's no other city like New York. I had no idea what to expect. And I, I really didn't know what I was doing. I, I give so much 
credit and I, I'm so appreciative of my, my parents, specifically my mom who drove me out here. I just told them randomly that I wanted to move to New York when I was a uh, freshman in college, uh, going into my sophomore year, my best friend that I that was my roommate at university of Akron. We both were on the track team. She was my best friend. She moved here. Her, her father is a professor at Brown. And so she had a connection here and uh, like a half a year later, I was like, I think I want to move too. And I ended up going to the same school that she went to city college. We ended up not staying friends just because of the, the, the dynamics of the city and our, I guess our friend, I don't know, things happen. You know, you know, right. Yeah. You go your separate ways. And so, um, I ended up transferring schools. I got into city college, city college. Why city college? I, really was just trying to find a school that was affordable and that was in the city and that had a decent program. I was studying marketing and advertising. And um, I told my parents, hey, I want to move. And my dad was like, oh, okay. And my mom's like, all right, well, let's, yeah, let me know when you want to move. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, she's always been supportive. And so I was like, all right, let's do it. You know, I think there was so much cognitive dissonance involved that I really just, it was like almost dreamlike that I was like, it was happening. Like even as we were driving to New York, I think it was also on a Sunday, it was January. It was freezing. Once we got here, there's snow all over the streets. I moved to 143rd and um, Amsterdam. Oh, wow. Okay. Is that, is that, uh, oh, that was Harlem. I was saying, is that, is that Washington Heights? But that's I think it was 143rd and Convent. It's right near City College. City College is on 137th. It's a beautiful school. And it was the first free university, uh, you can fact check me, first free university in the United States, I'm pretty sure. It was one of, City College. And uh, a lot of notable people went there. Uh, I can't tell you who, but a lot of notable people went there. <laughs> uh, they have a really strong school of engineering and, and, and uh, they have a good medical school, but I didn't go to either of those. Okay, that's cool. So, anyways, I, mean, I, I learned that later on. I was just, honestly, I was just like, let me find a school and let me just graduate. I just want to go to the city. I didn't really. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm. I'm just making sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, I finished school. I, yeah, I moved to New York in January 2010. I had found a place on Craigslist and started interviewing with roommates and ended up at 143rd. And um, two roommates, two women, uh, and uh, yeah, it was. I, I signed a year lease. I was paying six hundred dollars a month. I lived in a shoebox, literally. It was the smallest. I had a twin bed, uh, and the first couple of years, I was like, you know, you have these goggles on, thinking it's going to be awesome. It's New York, and then you realize it's like whoa, the city's intense. I don't necessarily know what to do here. It's, there's a lot going on. I'm not sure if I want to study what I'm studying. I'm going to try to find a job. Um, I'm going to try to find my friend groups. It, it was intimidating for sure. Definitely a lot of anxiety. But overall, it, it's, it's, I would not change anything. It, it's taught me so much. And um yeah, I really enjoyed Harlem. Looking looking back on it, I was there for a year, and then I moved to Queens, second year. 
and then I, um, then I moved to Chelsea. Oh, nice. I so it's 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 so funny when I moved there. Um, I was in the dorms and uh, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call them, school sponsored housing, and I had I had a I had two roommates when I first moved in because when I moved in, I said or we signed up for uh, three roommates, so a four person mm-hmm. room, and mm-hmm. it was bunk beds. So you had your desk on the bottom. You had a little side closet uh, attached, and then mm-hmm. you had your bed on top. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because I, I went there, and they're like, "We don't have any room for you, but we'll stick you in here." It's a three bed or it's a, a three person room. I was like, "Okay." So we did, and you have like a little kitchenette in there and everything. And I, I roomed with the and this is now again small town boy from Buffalo, you know, suburbs of Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I and seventeen years old, I move in, and one guy is this. Bigger, like you know, heavy set guy. And he, he's not guy. He's he's probably like twenty something. Um, <laughs> bald, biggest stoner you've ever met. Bald at twenty. Yeah, yeah. Maybe shaved his head. I don't know, but it was, oh, he was okay. bald. And and the biggest stoner Besides you've ever the met. Point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and he and he was the neat freak, like kind of totally opposite of what you would think. Uh, you know, the stereotypical stoner is right. Like just yeah. like go with yeah. the flow, whatever. He was a neat freak. Then. I had a roommate, his name was Robert and he was, he was just, you know, gay guy and he was the messiest guy ever. So it was like swap and this guy, Robert, he would cut his toenails and leave them just like on the floor oh, man. and the stoner would come over and he, and he would just be like, uh, Robert, are these your toenails? He's like, oh, God. fucking gross. So then like these two were just comical to watch the whole time. And then I would, I would just, you know, sit there and I'm, I'm very like shy at that point. And I was like, Oh mm-hmm. boy, like, are, are they going to yell at each other? And he's like, yeah, sorry, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we just went. They had known life. each other before you entered the picture. They they lived there for I think like four months before me. Yeah. Oh, okay. And how did you? What kind of um, roommate are you? Are you a clean freak? Or are you messy? Oh yeah. You, no, I'm. You're a I'm clean freak. Everything everything has a place. Everything and has. Where a place. did you learn? Where did you learn that from? I would, I'd probably say my mom. I mean, my mom was you know she's not a neat freak, but she likes organization. You know. She she likes to have things put certain places. I, I'm I'm very similar. Like if you look around the office podcast studio, like I have like books and stuff like that. I have every everything goes in a place. Like this is all set yeah. up, so everything's like neat. Oh wow, you, know? you have the Apple TV remote on neatly placed on top of the I'm, other remote. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I I'm I'm and very it's like right in the center. You... I, I I kid you not. Like it's it's a it's a task living with me, and and, and like find a relationship well I, I found many different relationships but i didn't find the relationship right and get married not like all that until later on in life you're set in your ways mm-hmm. it sucks mm-hmm. to have to adjust <laughs> you know mm-hmm. the things that you are not used to so um for me i'm like man it's tough it's tough you yeah. know becoming roommates with somebody and, and at an at a older age when you're setting your ways mm-hmm. yeah but then I then I moved to a, a room with, four, with three people in it, so there's four of us, um, and we we had we had a blast. It was it was such a good time. And you knew these people? Nope, I just you know became friends with them. All, um, all guys. All guys, yeah, yeah. There was it was co-ed floors, but it wasn't co-ed rooms. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oh, I had some really, really cool. interesting roommate experiences over the years. Luckily, I mean, fortunately, I live I've been living by myself for the last four years 
And, um, but before that, I had two roommates in Harlem. I had two roommates in Queens. Overall, not terrible experiences. Some cleaning, you know, protocols that I didn't like to follow. I'm a very neat freak also, but I don't like when rules are enforced. Oh, yeah. I've come to find, I've come to find in life, in my life in general, I do not like when people tell me what to do, especially when it's micromanaging. And then... Um, after the Queens roommates, I moved to Chelsea. I, was, I actually moved in with a guy that I was seeing and, um, and I lived with him for a year and a half. And I, I mean, it was a nice building and I, uh, you know, I got used to it. the amenities. Yeah. Like the, he, he had a cleaning lady. Like I, I wasn't used to that shit. And I was like, <laughs> that's nice. And I ended up doing my own laundry and, um, I ended up doing more of the cleaning stuff in between day to day to day, which at the time I was like, I don't want to be doing this. This is not what women should be doing. And, you know, that whole <laughs> mindset, even though I was like still, you know, working at a shitty job, not making that much money. And I, I not realizing how fortunate I was in that position. I laugh at it now. I'm still friends with him and we laugh about it. But um, after that, I moved into uh, I went from that to three roommates, which those three oh. roommates rotated. And this was also in Flatiron, Chelsea. And one of, you know, one of them moved out, moved in with their fiance and a guy, we, we interviewed people and a guy moved in. There was this guy who was studying, he's studying at NYU Stern business school. And he was at working at Goldman Sachs. And we thought, Oh, responsible guy. It ended up being a disaster, and I I almost like literally like threw him out of the apartment, like physically, like threw him out. He was so trashed, and I was like, "You're a disaster." So I, it was it, it's funny now, but at the time I was like, "I got to get the heck out of here." And then I, I moved into a studio, and then I spent two years there, and now I'm in um I'm in a one bedroom in Chelsea, which is nice. Yeah, by far my favorite spot. So, so I, I, I moved in June of, it was 2002. I moved in June or I'm sorry, July of 2002 and mm -hmm. I was living in the dorms and then, uh, we signed a, a three-year contract cause I was going to go with the accelerated program and go to school year round cause we were mm -hmm. on quarters, uh, not semesters. So I was going to go year round and I was going to finish my bachelor's in three years. And so we signed a three-year contract with this, this dorm and, uh, in or, I'm sorry, in August, they said, "Hey, at the end of August, hey, um, we sold our our land to our building to the New York Times. Uh, so the sooner you move out, uh, the more money we'll give you uh, to move out because we're we, we realize we're under contract with you. Um, but yeah. after that, after January first, you're on your own. So you know, my parents, they've you know, they've never moved outside of Buffalo, right? They've always been in the same area." And so they're like freaking out, like, oh my God, what are we going to do? You know, that's on their baby, right? Mm. Um, so, so what ended up happening is uh, we found an apartment and I was looking at apartments all over. I was looking at, you know, uh, little Italy. I was looking anywhere just because I didn't want to have to leave New York because, uh, you know, yeah. I was panicking. So I ended up finding a place in Tudor City on 41st and 2nd. So it was literally, mm. I was on 41st and 8th and I moved to 41st wow. and 2nd. And it's uh, funny, what building was it? Five. Okay. Yeah, it was, it's it was, funny that the guy that I was telling you about lives in that building right there. It's, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I, for, I forget if it's 40th or 41st. Yeah, so so he 
so what I ended up doing is I, I moved there and it was 220 square feet. So when you said a shoebox, I was like, been there. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, okay. And I paid the first year I paid 12.95 a month. Uh, wow. When I moved out in 2007, when I moved to Miami, um, I moved out and I was paying 16.50 a month in rent for that 220 square what? foot apartment. Yeah. 220 yeah, was, square feet. 220 square feet. That was right before the market crashed. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. So Miami. so I I'll, I'll tell you what. It, it, moving to Miami, my 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 apartment in Miami is you know 850 870 square feet. It's a one bedroom, one and a half bath. It's right on the water, right? Like sixteen hundred for the same. It, for the same uh, no, no. I I I I paid. Uh, when I first moved there, I paid, I think it was 1300 a month. Wow. In 2007, uh, when I moved to Miami, it was 1300 a month. And then it ended up dropping to 1250 a month. And then I think, I think the highest I ever paid was 1400 a mm -hmm. month. Mm -hmm. And then I bought it. So, and then I bought it and you then, and, it? yeah, yeah. Still, it's, it's, it's still there. I, you know, I'm. I love it. I love Miami. Yeah. Miami. Miami is 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 always gonna. Miami's be, great. You know, close to home for me. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it, no. I that's a good move. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, you mentioned a couple things that I want to I want to you know pick up on. Uh, you mentioned somebody that you you dated in the past. So, uh, I, I I have I have a couple questions. Not about that person, but I have a couple questions sure. about dating in general, and then and then I want to kind of. I had of, a I'm feeling. Kind of I had a feeling <laughs> you were going to pick up on that. So, uh, <laughs> so one of the questions is, what happened on your worst date? So think of your worst date you've ever had, and 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 just tell us a little bit. A little I bit already about thought it. of it. Already thought of it. <laughs> that was quick. That was quick. Uh, uh. You know, the, the bad ones always overshadow the good ones. There, there, there have been a lot of good ones. The, the one that was bad happened over several dates, actually. It was a, a guy, um, his name was Josh, I think. This was a long time ago. I just, I think this was, uh, this was World Cup, uh, not 2016. Must have been 20, no. 14? It must have been 2014, yeah. Not Rio. The one before that. Okay. I was in, I think uh, the only reason I really remember it because I was in Italy uh, for a wedding when World Cup was on and it was so cool to see like everybody, I was in Sicily to be, to be you know, exact. Wow. And, and to be, you know, in Sicily, you like everything is closed. Like it's very quiet. And then like there's a couple restaurants or bars that have the game on. Wow. And it's just it's like you hear screaming and then you have us Americans that are watching it and we're like, yeah, it was, it was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. So it was probably 2014. <laughs> so, so I, I was in Madison square park. I was laying out in the park. It was a weekend. It was a beautiful day. I was laying on my, uh, like, uh, blanket. It was, it's like a Brazilian, it's just a Brazilian flag. I got it in Brazil. It's just a nice throw down blanket. If you want to go lay out on the grass, and this guy came out to me, started, you know, he said something in Portuguese. I, I told him I don't speak Portuguese, but I understood what he said. Said, And then we, long, long story short, went on a few dates. And um, the third date, he asked me to go to, to a, uh, this nice restaurant called Illili on, in, um, in Flatiron. You probably have heard of it. It's, it's like a Mediterranean 
upscale restaurant. Halfway through the date, we're, we're talking about our, you know, relationships from the past. It was a good conversation. And he said that a lot of women fake reach for their wallet when it comes time to pay the bill. Oh. And I was like, well, that's a shitty thing to say, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know how much you know me, but I think you can get a sense that I'm not somebody that's like, hey, you're paying the bill. Um, I, I actually, I do, I do appreciate chivalry, but I also am a, pra I'm more practical than, than anything. And I think, hey, if I ask you to go to a nice restaurant, like if I ask a guy to go to a nice restaurant, I either expect to pay or go or, or or split it depending on the context of the relationship and so he asked me to go to this place he says that in the middle of dinner and i obviously am not gonna fake i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna not pay you know i saw it's just a given at this point and you know so we ended up splitting the bill and then i um you know i I wanted to be a respectful person. After that date, I, I was like, okay, this is definitely, I, even before the dinner, I was turned off by the, by the whole situation. I wasn't really wanting to go. And, right, right. Um, and I, I actually, you know, after that, it, it, I'm disappointed in how I handled it. Cause I, I felt the need that I need to meet in person with him to tell him I don't want to see him anymore because I think that's a respectful thing. That's very respectful. Yeah. Said. It's probably because I bailed on him the first couple of times and I felt guilty from that. But I, I said, Hey, let's meet in person. Let's meet at the spot. I made sure I paid for the bill for that one. And, um, <laughs> I said, Hey, listen, I'm not, he was asking me to go to a wedding with him the following weekend. I'm like on a totally different page. I said, Hey, listen, um, I think it's best that we stay friends and, um, I don't want to date anymore. And, and he said, you know, we were walking out and he said, kind of like in a snarky way he's like well if you have any hot friends let me know oh wow what I'm like, a douche. This, overall this was just the worst experience and you know it's just whatever that wasn't the guy for me and uh right. it was very very clear but that you know that's I, that's crazy though like what a, what yeah. a, like sorry sorry to say but what a dick thing to say like yeah most people like it was an it was a totally how does that even how does it even come up in conversation I have no idea. I, I just, I, I stay far away from guys, guys like that. And I think I've picked up on, well, I think, you know, you yeah. know, any little comments that I might lead to that type of conversation. I, well, I, I, I agree with you for, for me, I, I always had the rule and, and listen, I'm going to pay, you know, it, like, especially if I ask you out, if I ask you out, I'm going to pay. It's, yeah. it's as simple as that. Like, I, I, I think that's the right thing to do. Now, if you've been dating for years, you know, like, listen, uh, I, I dated I dated somebody and, and she was still she was in med school. And, uh, you know, when we went out somewhere like more expensive, I would be like, yeah, I'll pay. And then when you know, because she would always offer she was she was very big on, you know, independence and stuff like that. Not saying that people that don't offer are not independent. I, you know, she was just like, you know, I can handle my own. I, you know, I was fine before you, I'm fine, you know, with you, I'm fine after you type deal. Mm -hmm. And 
she would always be like, let me pay. I'm like, no, I got this one. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then finally, you know, it would be like, we would go to like a Subway, you know, sandwich shop or, you know, Quiznos or somewhere where it's not super expensive. And, and she'd be like, let me pay. I'd be like, all right, go ahead and pay. You know, like I'm, yeah. I'm okay with that. And, and we've been dating for, you know, you know, two years, three years, whatever. But when you first go on a few dates, like I, I don't care. I don't care if the woman is like, no, I'm, I'm independent. I don't need the guy should pay. That's just tradition. Like that's to me, I'm all about old school. I'm all about tradition when it comes to yeah. courting a, a, a girl or a woman. Yeah. Jer, I would be lying if I said, I don't care if, if a guy accepts that I pay for half the bill for the beginning of time until let's just say date 10. Um, I, I am absolutely on the traditional side of, I think, I the the what makes me feel good is a guy going out of his way and saying, "Do not even think about paying." It's not even a thought. You know, I like the romantic side of the dating scene. You know, I do like right. that. I think. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna do a little rapid fire. Uh, these are just very like really weird questions all out of left field but um all right let's do it let's 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 just let's just do that and then we'll we'll, we'll get into something more a little bit more in depth later but uh what's what's the funniest place you've ever fallen asleep um my friend's floor Your friend's floor okay i was proud i was intoxicated <laughs> so not, not necessarily fall uh, that, asleep, that's the first one out. i thought of i think there's some value to whatever you think of first this is yeah. in high school i i, I yeah I fell asleep on the train. I mean, that's not necessarily. I, yes, I ended not, up in not, Forest Hills. I've I've fallen asleep on the train coming from JFK, so I've I've done that. Yeah. You know? uh, mm -hmm. But I I've my the funniest place I've ever fallen asleep was in um, a bar called Deacon Brody's. Uh, mm -hmm. It's 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 on it's in it's on Restaurant Row. I believe it's forty sixth and ninth, and ah. it was. It was uh, my friends came into town and we were hanging out. We were sitting in this little, little like, like circular area. I fell asleep. The bar was empty. I fell asleep. They moved to the bar. I woke up. I was like, where the hell am I? And then I, I look, I was like, my friends aren't even by me. They're at the bar talking. Oh, man. <laughs> so that was, wow. that was interesting. Um, <laughs> what's, what's the longest you've ever waited in line for something? And what was it for? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, we can go, we can go DMV or getting my visa renewed for, uh, Brazil, but that, that those ones are boring. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I, I've waited in line. I hate waiting in line for restaurants or bars. I hate it. It's like, really, oh, is I... this experience that great where we have to be outside cold, you know? And then your your ego starts to get hurt because you're like all the cool people are inside and I'm still waiting out here. <laughs> like, so you're it's a blend of like I'm not cool enough and this is stupid. Um, there there is I remember waiting in line at employees only for for uh, it was cold out and it was it was ended up being fun because you talk to the people in line but like it's still it's like really how good are these cocktails in this experience you're gonna be shoulder to shoulder with people. Right. No, I, I, I'm, I'm the same way. Actually, I, I go out with friends. I'm like, I am not waiting in line and I'm not paying a huge cover charge. I have two yeah. things, two rules when I go out, like, listen, 
I'm going to pay you $50 to get into a place to spend, you know, 150, 200, $300 yeah. on drinks when we're, you know, when I'm with a couple people, like, yeah. are you kidding me? But what's, what's, what's the oh, deal with that? Like if that, I, if I go in there, of, I don't drink. I, I waited in line. This is actually this year in February. I was with my, one of my friends. We went to 11 in Miami. I've been there. I'm sure you, I'm sure you've been. <laughs> <laughs> we, we waited in line and you know, listen, I, I probably could have pulled some strings and we could, we could have got right in. We didn't, we ended up going last minute. We waited in line. It was cold. It was raining. I paid the guy a hundred bucks just to get into the expedited line. I, I like, I will pay the money to get into the expedited line. I don't care. It's, it, it's just money, you know? Yeah. But I was like, I am not waiting in heels outside in the freezing cold. You know, what's even worse though, is when you pay and you get in and it's dead. And you're like, what the hell did I just pay for? Why? What's going on here? Yeah. Well, it wasn't dead, thankfully. It was, no, it was no, happening. yeah. 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 Eleven's not dead too often. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've, oof, I, have, uh, I have a few stories there. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, we can talk about them another time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do you have a signature move or quirk that people notice or comment on? Uh... Yeah, I say easy money a lot. I think people, people, I say money after a lot of things. So I think people catch on to that. So whether it's like somebody's name, the first letter of their name, and then I say money, like J money, I would say for you. Or, um, you know, I say easy money when somebody does something exciting. That's cool. So yeah, that's my signature. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll call it my signature. All right. All right. Uh, What's the grossest thing you've ever seen someone do in public? Do we, we really want to go I don't, there? Yeah, I do because I, right, right, I have a good right. one. I have a good one for this. So. All right. Well, last <laughs> last Saturday, I was on a walk with a friend. And a guy like has his he was his stuff was out and he was like urinating on the fence. And my friend's like, "Oh, his dick is out." I was like, "Oh shit! Thanks for making me look <laughs> on this beautiful day. I didn't have to see that, you know." But it's New York. It's That's part funny. of the experience. I uh, before COVID, it was um, I think it was. January or February, um, I was in San Francisco and I was walking and a guy, I'm not kidding you, a guy, I wasn't even paying attention. He was, he took a shit on the sidewalk and I was walking and I almost stepped in it. I moved out of the way and this other person did step in it and that was, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that would be, that would be that. Oh. Yeah. So, so, so when I, I, I saw, I saw that question, I was like, I got to ask that. That's, that's a good one. Oh, Cause I, I know what my good. answer is. You, you definitely win on that one. <laughs> um, and, and I got two more here and then we'll go okay. into another topic here. But uh, if you were stranded on a desert Island and you could choose one person to keep you company, who would it be? And somebody I know, could it be a celebrity? Could it be anybody? It could be anybody in the world, celebrity, non-celebrity, Anybody in the world. If I'm on a desert island, stranded. Yep. yep. You could choose one person to keep uh, you company. Damn it. I, I would say, you know, my default is Will Smith. And if I can't find any be- anybody better in 10 seconds, I'm going with Will Smith. I, this is a tough question because do you go on the side of like, I want to be entertained. And I think this guy's also, I think Will Smith is relatively smart where we can put something together and survive 
uh, and I would be completely entertained and, and he, his sense of humor, it would be, I think that, that's a good choice. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a great choice. Great choice. And then now what, what about one animal? I see. I don't know. I, I didn't even think about it. I, honestly, I, I just saw the question. I was like, ah, I gotta ask that. You know? Um, I, I mean, simple answers. Oh my wife. I got a question um, for you after this. <laughs> but, um, but no, like, like, I don't know. I don't know who, like, I, I guess, you know, I, I, the safe answer is the wife. Um, the, the other answer would be, you know, safe answer. Okay. um, maybe, maybe I would go with somebody funny, you know, like, uh, a Ricky Gervais or, or, you know, like okay. a comedian, you know, like, no, scratch that, not Ricky Gervais, but a comedian like, like, uh, that would be funny, but yet is resourceful. Uh, I would say, I was thinking Trevor story. Noah would be a good choice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Agree, agree to disagree. Whatever. I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, well, I don't, I don't, I don't watch this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't watch him. Uh, so I don't know how, funny I mean, is, but both are both attractive for me. So I think it would work in a lot of ways. Right. Know? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, to, to say to say the least, um, a question for you. Okay. Yeah. This was asked. Somebody asked me the. Somebody asked me this question two nights ago, at dinner. If you were okay. to go to a planet, if you were to go to Mars for a year, what three movies would you bring? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, um. I already have mine. I would pick. I would probably uh, okay. I would probably pick, and this is gonna be really weird, but I would probably pick Big Daddy with uh, Adam Sandler. Yep. I know that one. I know that one by heart. I used to fall asleep to that every night. I used to put it on uh, VHS. I used to put it in and just watch it just because it was funny it's and a great movie. It really is. Um, so that one, I would probably go ahead and pick. Um, action movie i'm trying to think of my favorite action movie right now um uh i guess i guess i would pick uh you know what let's 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 go let's go a little little crazy here let's go with um john wick okay yeah i didn't for see action. it oh you no, didn't see I, john wick I, I didn't see it but i heard it was really good oh they have three of them now you gotta you gotta catch up uh no but john john wick probably and then i would probably go with uh I really, really liked um, uh, Lone Survivor or or uh, or American Sniper. One of those two. Okay, didn't see those either. Oh wait, I need to. I need, uh, I'm gonna scratch one. I'm gonna put in Boys and Girls. It's a movie with Ed, Freddie Prince Jr. and I forget the the woman in it. Wow. I I love rom coms, man. Rom coms are my jam. You love rom coms? Love them. Freddie wow. Prince Jr. Any Freddie Prince Jr. movie, I'm, I'm like a wow. huge fan. Of him. Wow! Oh, yeah. I used to have a huge crush on him. Yeah. I mean, who did it? I mean, he was like that guy. He's yeah, he's dreamy. He's the '90s Come crush, on. and I also had a crush on um, what's that show? Nine Hundred Two One Zero, Beverly Hills. Oh uh, yeah. Dylan yeah, no, and all those yeah. guys. I had a crush on him. Um, my three. Okay, Lion yeah. King off the top. Ooh. Nostalgia. It would bring me good feel memories. I love that movie. Um, the old one, Disney, you know, uh, the non, you know, right. animated one or the one that right. just came out. Um, I went Casino. Oh, that's a great movie. Casino is a great movie. And then I, I, w I was along the lines with you with an Adam Sandler movie like Big Daddy or um, Billy Madison. 
Oh, Billy Madison's great. Yeah, yeah. Happy Gilmore's great. I mean, there's so many good ones out there. Yeah, I love it. Uh, that's yeah. those are good movies though. Those are really yeah. good movies. Yeah, man, I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, real quick, uh, before we go into another topic, we, you you mentioned my 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 social media post, and uh, I'm just pulling up so I can read it verbatim here. But I, I all I did is I I posted um. I posted something because I've been seeing a lot of people lately say, you know, uh, I can't believe you're doing this. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't believe you're doing that. Um, I can't believe you're voting, you know, this way or that way. And, and you know, like, how dare you? You're racist and this and I, like all that. And then on the other side, I can't believe you're voting for somebody who's not, you know, competent and all this. He's been there 47 years. Like, I don't really care. So when mm-hmm. when I post this, I, I saw it and I, I just said, you know, this hits home because there's a lot of people on my social media that are just being freaking negative Nancy's, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and it says it says I am less concerned with who you vote for than I am with how you treat people that vote differently than you. And that 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 says it all to me. Like I I really think that that is a you know perfect you know. A statement because it yeah. doesn't matter you know like people are have different views on everything and i don't think any less of anybody if you you know think differently than me right my my you know situation is different than yours and yours is different than so-and-so's and so on so yeah that's that's something to uh you know that i i, I really like yeah so. that's why i really admire and am inspired by ruth bader ginsburg because she always as, as they would say on TV, reached across the aisle to be friends with people on the other side. And, and yeah. that would, Justice Scalia was one of them. She was good friends with him. And, and um, I think that that's, that's a big deal. And you don't see that enough. And, and to be a force like she was and to be able to, you know, I think the two go hand in hand. I think the two uh, do yeah. go hand in hand. I agree. Because... So, you know, to be able to have decisions made and, and push through it, as many um, laws that she influenced and passed, it, you have to have support and, uh, of both sides. So, no, I, I agree 100%. I, I mean, there's no – for me, there's, there's, there's so much gray area on, on, in every situation that you can't yeah. – it's not black and white, you know what I mean? That's about as much as I want to talk on politics. I think, I agree. I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's sad that, you know, we, it's, we want to avoid talking about politics. Cause I think, I think it is important and it, it's similar to mental health, like mental health. We kind of tiptoe around it still. And I think there's a, a good reason for that. But I also think when we can um, shine light on the gray area, we should, you know, I agree. I agree. I, um, was gonna say, uh, you you do have a hard stop though, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and we'll 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 leave it on a positive note and not okay. not such a Debbie Downer there uh, on politics. But um, give me, uh, you know, Gary asked me this. Give me, you can get two things. We're going on a road trip. Road trip's gonna be. I knew- Six hours, all right? You and I are going on a road trip. We're going to be six hours. Where's no, there's no stopping, right? Two snacks or three? You get, you get, oh, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you three. I'll give you three. Let's go three. Okay. All right. What are I they? get three snacks. Three and snacks. I don't get to, I don't have to share them? 
You know, I mean, you, you, if you don't want to share them, you don't have to, but okay, you're driving going, with me, so you should share. <laughs> okay, I'm getting a big bag of pretzels. Okay, salted, are they flavored? Salted, small pretzels. Okay, okay. Yeah, or or the rolled rolled, uh, rolled in gold. Ooh, you know, those are delicious, yes. So good, okay. I'm going that, I'm going Gatorade, like a massive Gatorade. And then I'm going... Sour Patch Kids. Ooh. What, what's your yeah, favorite color bag, of Sour Patch Kids? bags. You know, people say there are blue Sour Patch Kids, and I there actually... There are. They're not, they're not the original, though. Yeah, I, I'm going with the original, like the green, yellow, orange, red. Red, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, orange and green. Wow. Yeah. That's, I, that, I don't think that that's the norm. I would, I would say probably the most popular is going to be red. And then it's going to be green, and then it's going to be orange, and then yellow. That would really? be my if I we'll if I had to, to break we'll them. Have to, we'll have to fact check that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fact check that. We're gonna get independent fact checkers to take a look at that. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that those hard are... at work in the back. <laughs> um, so I, I I again I appreciate you coming on. I, I I love talking to you. You're you're a lot of fun. Yeah, we're gonna hang great. out. Thanks we're gonna hang out in Miami uh, one of these days. For sure. Uh, and then and then. When I'm in New York City, we'll, we'll definitely get together. Maybe we'll get a good workout in. Uh, we'll get Gary to get his, you know, his dad bod in there. Yeah, he can wear his weight vest. Yeah, he, that's, he loves that thing now. He um, loves weight vest. I know, I know. But so thank you so much for coming on. I, we're going to have you again because I, I, I really enjoy talking to you. I had a, I had a great time. Great All questions. Right. Great host. Boom. Good energy. And you know what? You're going to get another uptick in, in, in likes on your social media because of this. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, this is really why I chose to do this. It's like, yeah, it's self-serving. I, I know. Yeah. So thank you for that. You know? <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. See you later. All right, Jer. Talk to you Bye. soon. Bye. A shout out to our sponsors. Uh, new sponsor, GigiBank Payment Tracker. Uh, whether you are a dog walker, personal trainer, or anything, um, you can save time tracking your self-employment income, right? If you use spreadsheets, notebooks, or really nothing at all, then GigiBank's for you. You can download today, and your first three clients are free. Uh, it's very easy to use. GigiBank tracks a single balance for each client. Enter gigs to track work done and increase the balance and payments to uh, bring the balance down. It's as simple as that. So uh, check out GigiBank in the app stores. All right, and SaberCon, for all your concrete restoration needs in South Florida, reach out to Jim or Scott at SaberCon. And last but certainly not least, uh, VitFit Keys uh, is one of the best uh, trainers with uh, Melissa. She will get your butt into shape. So thank you all, and have a great week.